Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. My name is Elizabeth and I'm the host of this show and today I want to talk to you about feeling stuck and that disconnection that we often experience with ourselves, our inner voice, who we are, our purpose, our inner warrior, you know, all the parts of us that we kind of need to get through a separation and a divorce. So how do you feel about all of that? Are you feeling kind of stuck? Are you feeling kind of like, who am I? I know when I came out of my divorce, I felt so lost and kind of angry with myself because I had lost myself. I did not know who I was. I remember sitting down with myself and asking myself, who am I? What do I want? What are my dreams? When was the last time I even asked myself those things? It had been a little too long, if ever, because I couldn't remember or didn't know answers to any of those questions. And I want to talk about all of that with you today. I want to talk about taking that journey home, finding yourself, your voice. It was the most joyful thing I did. It was the most beautiful thing I did for myself. And it changed my whole life, really. It changed the the path forward. Um, I didn't really probably fully grasp it back then. I Well, I didn't. I was 15 years ago. But it wasn't long after that that I decided that I one day wanted to do this work. It took me a few years to get it started. But here we are. So I welcome you and um, I'm happy that you're here with me for another episode of my show. And uh, let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and day today. My name is Elizabeth and I'm the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of The Separation Club, which is the club you never wanted to be part of, but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here we talk about how to heal, move forward and find love if you're so inclined. Also, motherhood through divorce, finding yourself and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality, and coaching, and that's when we aren't talking to our experts. I'm also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried, and a stepmom to three, so we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back. So let's have this conversation about feeling stuck and completely out of touch with your inner voice, your spirit, your warrior, your whatever you call the part of yourself that is the essence of you. In order for us to get unstuck, we need to reconnect with her. It's the, the disconnection, the misalignment, the distance, the separateness between you and what you really believe in that has you stuck because when you're not connected to what you want, how could you possibly know how to move forward? So you don't. It's like the definition of stuckness right there. I could stop right here, but I'm not going to. I have so much more I want to talk to you about. When we go through divorce and uh, the end of a meaningful relationship and even other endings in our life through death, uh, moving, job loss, you know, whatever, we experience a loss um, and it makes us question things, life, purpose, um, and it brings attention to our sense of sort of belonging in this world and with each other and within the human experience. 
um, that we're sort of in the middle of. And it also gets us thinking about our purpose and our value to others. Like we start questioning all these things like, how did this happen? You know, what value do I have? You know, I, I remember doing all of that. You might even wonder, like, who are you or how will you exist? What value do you have outside of the couple, the unit that you've been part of perhaps for decades? Even if it isn't that long, you had invested all of yourself in this. This was your future, not just your present. And who are you without that? What are you? Where do you go from here, right? And then, of course, we start to wonder about things like, will anybody else ever want us? And will I ever be part of something else? And I'll never be part of anything. And I'll have nowhere to belong. And I'll have no family. And, you know, we <laughs> we go down that slippery slope. Um, so depending on, um, on the health of the relationship that you were in, you might even find yourself really questioning your value in that and moving forward with someone else potentially one day. You know, it might, I know for myself, I really wondered what value I'd had. You know, here he'd had an affair and and so he obviously didn't find any value in me. Um, or at least, you know, that was my thinking at the time. I realized later it has nothing to do with that. But um that's what I found myself thinking. So, of course, you're going to wonder if you have value to others. So, let me just say that you do. Uh, so, let's just, you know, not go down there. Um, but there are you know, more questions than answers in this, in this beginning phase, this transition from being part of a couple, being part of this family unit, this, even if it was dysfunctional, toxic or whatever, you knew where you belonged, you knew what you were part of, and now this is no more. So, you know, who are you now? What do you do to move forward? How do you stop feeling stuck in this pattern of, you know, wishing you were still together, even though you know it wasn't good for you? Or how do you get away from constantly ruminating about the past? Or how do you stop feeling hurt and angry because of what happened? And, you know, so we get stuck in those feelings and this kind of victim mentality and dwelling on the past and and just really not finding the light ahead of us, not feeling that there's anywhere to go. Like, what am I going to do now? You know, basically my life is kind of ended and how am I going to be happy now? Right? So there's just so many questions, so many unknowns, and we're going to work through that today. Um, so the answers can feel really elusive, especially if you haven't been asking yourself these kinds of questions over the last years or months even. Um, and, Maybe you even thought that this is all there ever was. Like you were content with what you had because you believed that's the best you could do in some way or that, or you really had everything that you thought you wanted. Um, you know, you had so much. So of course you were happy, whether you were or not. Who were you to complain? You know, maybe you shouldn't expect so much out of life. Maybe um, you don't deserve to have more. Maybe that's just for other people somehow. Maybe you need to expect less. You know, there's all these questions and expectations and things that we're dealing with when something like this ends. Um, and then why is it that some seem to have it all and it's so easy for them and somehow you're destined to suffer or struggle or just be, you know, live a very sort of difficult life? But what if the only question that you should really be asking is, who am I and what is home to me? So I want you to grasp onto this concept of home. 
home being your your truth, your values, your desires, your dreams, your inner self, your voice, your soul, um, home. What is home to you? It's where you can be, be who you are. It's your very being, actually. It's the essence of you, right? So maybe the reason you are feeling so you know, disillusioned, despondent, stuck, lost, devastated, and heartbroken is because <clears throat> you have no idea who you are and you don't know where home is. Um, I know, I know that was me. And if you'd asked me back then, you know, where is home for me or what is home for me in my soul, I wouldn't even know what you were talking about. So as I go through this and explain this, I don't want you to think that I'm you know, dumbing it down because somehow you're not very smart. I am speaking to you in a way that I would have needed someone to talk to me about it so that I would fully understand and and realize that this was exactly what I needed. So I'm hoping that this is um, the experience that you will have with it as well. So um, maybe, you know, I, I'm trying to hit through all some things here to see if this resonates with you to, to have you connect with what I'm sharing with you here. So for example, you might feel like you did so much, you loved so fully and you tried so hard, but still you ended up here. No matter what you did, it just wasn't enough. Or that's at least how you feel, right? It was enough. It was all that you could do and you probably did more than you should have. But here you are and now what? How do we get unstuck? How do we reconnect with our home? How do we go home to our heart and soul and move forward? Um, I remember feeling all of those things and feeling really angry and resentful. And I felt so unsettled um, and uncomfortable with how I had allowed all this to happen, how I had allowed um, myself to get lost like that. And that I had helped create this life where everything was about him and about the kids and that it was completely okay to ignore me and my dreams. I played a part in that being okay. I fully did. I, I believed that all I needed was for them all to be happy. And I so, you know, by doing that, I settled. I settled for less than what I deserved. I didn't even ask for it, really. So, I mean, to some degree, I can't even fully complain that I didn't get it. There were lots of things that were wrong in our marriage. But I can't, in fairness, say, you know, he didn't fulfill me or didn't allow me my dreams. I didn't even ask for them. I didn't even know I had them. I didn't even ask myself. So I was stuck in one way, but what I was stuck in was in their life. It was all about all of them, and it was never about me. And I had to learn to own that when I came out of that marriage. When the marriage was over, I had to sit down with myself and I had to accept that that's who I'd been. That was my role in that relationship, in that marriage. And I had to take responsibility for that. Um, I very recently heard this psychologist, uh, Thema Bryant. She's written a book. I don't remember the name of it right now. But she said something that really hit home for me. If you feel unsettled, it's because you were never meant to settle. That really hit me. I'm going to say it to you one more time. If you feel unsettled, it's because you were never meant to settle. I had settled. Maybe you did too. We all do to some degree, right? 
when I hear a sentence like that, it really makes me think. And so I'll write it down in my journal. And this is part of the work that I do to get unstuck, by the way, because I know when the sentence like that really hits me, it might not hit you the same way it hit me, but it really made me think. I'm like, what does that mean? It was my first thought, but I knew it was significant. I knew there was so much wisdom in that sentence. So I wrote it down in my journal and I started to, like I just started to, to journal into it. Like, okay, if I feel unsettled, I was never meant to settle. Where did I settle? What were the areas of my life where I felt unsettled? I had felt unsettled in our relationship because I felt like we were just never truly in sync and I never really emotionally got from him what I needed. Um, I didn't even necessarily sit down and analyze what that meant at the time. But when I think back, you know, what areas of my marriage did I feel unsettled in, for example, right? And I realized I can, of course, apply that to any part of my life. Even now, even though things are much better and very different, there's still sometimes times when I feel unsettled or um, stuck or just not right about my life. And I know that that means I'm not in alignment with my soul. I'm not at home with myself. I'm, I'm just, I'm, there's a separateness. There's not the oneness that we seek. So in that separateness, I feel unsettled. The unsettledness, if that's a word, gives you a hint as to where you need to figure out what's going on. It kind of says to you, well, I constantly feel unsettled at work, or I often feel unsettled when I'm with my kids, or I feel unsettled when I'm with my partner or whatever. And you can then you can start asking yourself, so if I feel unsettled, what is it that I'm settling for? And this is not about making it someone else's fault. It's it, that's, that's not even helpful. This makes you a victim. It's about asking yourself, how did I settle here? What did I let go of? What part of me, of my home, my inner self, my voice, my warrior, my, you know, whatever, um, my heart and soul that I let go of to be able to be in this relationship or in this job or to do this, to get along or to exist here. That's where you start to find your answers. So it really is always about the questions you ask. Okay. So when you hear a sentence like that, and if, if you feel that it's as or that this sentence is carrying the kind of wisdom that I felt, I really encourage you to just write it down in your journal and then keep writing things that come to mind when you read it. You read it over and over again and then write down what you think about and start asking different questions and you'll start getting different answers. Anyway, I had settled and maybe you did too. And I did it for all the right reasons in my head. You know, um, I did it for my kids and my family and I thought it's what I wanted, but it ultimately led to my heart being broken and maybe that is what happened for you as well. So I invite you to start or continue, um, depending on where you are in your healing journey, um, to journey home to you. That's really what this episode is about. It is an invitation to get unstuck by returning home, okay, to your heart, your soul, and your reason for being here, here among us. You know, we are not meant to be separate from each other. We're meant to coexist. And ultimately, we are all one. We all affect each other. We are all affected by each other. We are all part of this one universe. And we're all here having a human experience at the same time. It is in our separateness that we get into trouble. And then on top of that, we become separated from ourselves. 
in our effort to become one with everyone else, to feel a belonging, to feel a sense of value, to feel loved by other people, to fit in, we separate from who we are because we were trying to become one with everyone else and it doesn't ultimately work. We're settling. So let's get clear on some things that you might be saying to yourself um, or that might resonate with you if you're not connected with your heart and soul and your true purpose here, okay? And by the way, when I say purpose, I'm not necessarily talking about like Mother Teresa kind of purpose, okay? Or, you know, I'm, I'm talking about maybe your purpose is to lead a peaceful life, a peaceful life that's soul-led where you're able to spend time doing the things that you love, that bring value to your life, so that you can share that love, that value, and that peace with the people around you. Maybe the fact that you your purpose is peace means not just bringing peace into your life, but bringing peace into other people's life in a peaceful way, in a small way, just within your family. Again, remember, we're all one. If you feel peaceful, you, that's a, there's a ripple effect of peace that comes off you that goes to all the people that you spend time with, that you see through the day. And as long as you are staying true to that peace, that love or whatever it is that you feel is your purpose, then you're sharing it with the world and you're spreading it in the world. So any purpose is big enough, good enough, all of that. So let's not get down on ourselves there, all right? So any purpose is worthy. My purpose is to help and guide you. I know that, I've known that for years. It took me a long time to actually get started on it. And in fact, I felt, I felt a lot of unsettledness and separation in the years when I wanted to do this, but I wasn't doing it. And so during those years, I would allow others to tell me that I couldn't do it, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't educated enough, that I didn't know enough, that I had no business helping people who are suffering traumas like this. Um, and you know, for a while I not fully listened, like whenever they said that to me, it felt very uncomfortable. I didn't like that they said it mostly because I was like, well, sure I can do it. I think I can do it, but it slowed me. It stopped me or paused me for sure until I finally went for it. So here I am, right? This is what I do. Um, and so in, in fulfilling my purpose to help and guide women who are going through separation and divorce, Every time a woman finds her way home to her heart and her self-worth and self-love is a moment of fulfillment for me. It is a fulfillment of my purpose here, okay? So that kind of, I hope that helps explain purpose. Um, so if you have been asking yourself who you are or what you want and what your purpose is, you have definitely come to the right place, obviously, because I keep saying it. If you're feeling stuck and like you settled or that everyone else seems to take advantage of you and never give anything back and you're tired, you're emotionally exhausted, drained, you've just had enough, you can't do this anymore, then what I'm going to talk about here now is also for you. So you feel all these things, you feel separated from yourself, you feel unsettled. So what do you do? What are the steps and tools? And you know me, I'm going to give you the steps and tools. I always do. But I want you to prepare yourself because this isn't like taking a pill. There's no quick fix here, as there never is in life. But that's because this is a new journey and it is a lifelong journey. And I can tell you as someone who's been in on this like journey for 15 years now since my marriage ended, it is a wonderful journey. I never want to get off this train, okay? I never want to stop 
working on being connected to myself and continuing to live my purpose, to always be asking myself the important questions, the, the right questions for me. So it's easy, right? But it's an ongoing journey, okay? It's a way of living that daily honors you, your dreams, and your heart. And I want you to embrace that. This is not about being selfish. This is not, um, you know, I'll do that later when I have time. No, 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 no. This is about connecting with yourself so you can make decisions. You can make choices for your children, choices for yourself. So you can start to create that life that you're going to live outside of this marriage now that it's over so that you can start to imagine that it is actually possible to create these things for yourself. When we're disconnected from ourselves and we're living in fear and we're living in the history and we're living in the past, we can't even imagine what's possible. We're completely disconnected. There's no spiritual guidance. There's no inner self. There's no nothing. So we just stand there with this brick wall in front of us, not having any sense or concept of that it's even possible to get past this pain, this stuckness, this whatever it is that you're living in right now. So open your mind, open your heart, and prepare yourself for a beautiful self-discovery journey. And so step number one, okay, for me, it started with reflection. A lot of what I told you earlier about kind of taking responsibility and seeing my role in, in the things that didn't feel good in my past marriage came from that those hours and hours I spent reflecting. I learned so much about myself. Start by understanding where in your life you feel stuck, where you feel you have settled, and then be radically honest with yourself and become clear on how you contributed to that situation. This is so important. It's not about blaming yourself or beating yourself up or any of those things. It's just understanding. How did I show up? Why did I show up in that way? And it, it, there's nothing wrong here. You didn't do anything wrong. You did the best you could with the tools you had available to you at the time. You did the best you could in the situation that perhaps was abusive or toxic or dangerous even. You know, you did your best. You did what you felt you needed to do to survive at the time in whatever capacity. It's all fine. But we have to be clear on what we did. We have to understand what we did, the things that didn't feel good, the things that we tolerated and put up with, the things that we did to allow it, the fact that we did. In what ways did you let go of your dream? And how did you justify it to yourself? Oh, well, I, you know, my kids, I got to do this. Or right now it's about, you know, my partner's career or, you know, we can't afford it or, you know, I can't do it. You know, I'm, I don't want to be selfish. And, you know, who knows? How did you justify in little bits and pieces, just little bits and pieces? How did you justify letting go of your dream? We all did it to some degree. And, and as mothers, we definitely all do it. We do it, like I said, in little pieces until we no longer have any connection to them. We don't think about them anymore. We don't even have to let go anymore because they're just gone. They were just, they're just not there and part of our day anymore. So that's step number one. Just reflect and be very honest with yourself. Number two, it's, um, it's time to be compassionate. So now that you've done all this reflecting, uh, 
it is really important to be equally compassionate with yourself and to love yourself through this, to accept that that's who you are, to accept that this is why you made those choices, but that now you see why you made those choices and you can say to yourself as I did, I will never again put myself in a relationship that requires me to make those choices again. Do you see how I worded that? That is how I gave myself permission to be different, to choose differently, to show up differently for myself, to stand up for myself, to honor my dreams and to speak my voice. And I didn't, I didn't dwell on what I hadn't done then. I knew there was a reason for that and that's okay. I forgave myself. I was compassionate with myself. I understood why I did it. But I also knew that I was never going to allow that to happen again. And I realized by, by having those thoughts and making those decisions for myself, that I could control that. I can choose my next partner and I can make sure that I never step into a relationship that requires me to give up my dream again, right? So that's really the biggest part of number two is that now you know. So be compassionate with yourself, love yourself, accept who you are, know who you are, know that you need a certain kind of relationship so that you don't do that. You know, know who you are, know what you need, accept nothing less, don't settle, right? All right, so number three um, in getting unstuck is is spiritual practices. And this is where they came in for me. So now I, you know, I, I knew who I'd been and how it had happened that I got stuck. I was compassionate with myself and forgave myself and all of that, loved myself through it, accepted myself and promised myself I would never do it again, right? And then I started implementing practices to actually push me forward, getting unstuck, right? We have to understand the stuckness first so that we can get past it. So this is where I brought in spiritual practices. I journaled books and books and books. (laughs) I wrote a lot. That's something that feels easy for me. I also tried to meditate in the beginning. It was really hard for me and I wasn't really able to do it. Now I love it. Um, I, I suggest in the beginning, you try a little bit of everything and choose the one that works for you. So spending time in nature, journaling, meditation, exercise, um, you know, just nurturing your body with healthy food, making sure you get enough sleep. And then um, as the years went on, I knew I needed more. Like I had learned all this about myself. I had healed myself. I didn't feel stuck anymore. But I sometimes felt a little lost about how to move forward. I didn't always have all the answers. And as a business owner who works pretty much alone most of the time, I don't have a lot of people to ask for answers from, to ask for suggestions from. And, you know, so I'm sitting here with myself. And so I learned to reach um, out for something else, something that could kind of anchor my questions a bit and guide me a little bit more specifically. And for me, that became following the lunar cycle, which might sound so crazy to you, but the lunar cycle being the moon phases, all right? So very, very briefly, you know, if you're following the lunar phases, and I don't know if you've ever done any of that or if you've listened to me talk about this before, but, you know, new moon is about new beginnings and setting intentions, um, 
the, the quarter moon, as we have this sort of the, the waxing uh, quarter moon invites us to start taking action on those intentions. The full moon is about a celebration of what we have achieved. And of course, not all goals are achieved in two weeks, but it's a celebration of the steps we've taken. It's also an opportunity to look at what's standing in our way, what's blocking us from moving forward, what's keeping us stuck, perhaps. So it's a real illumination into that. And then we move into the, the last quarter, which is um, it's time to kind of wrap things up and take a look at, you know, what you've left undone or what needs to be done so that you can, again, go within, reflect, uh, see what needs to be done, what you need to let go of, what you need to make space for. So you can set new intentions and continue to move forward on the next lunar cycle. So this is the kind of work I do with all my clients in the Rising Free membership and definitely at our Rising Moon Sisters retreats. The one that's coming up in June, which by the way, we still have a couple of spots open, um, we will be celebrating the new moon in Gemini. And we will be working with all of those energies and I'll be teaching all of them very specifically how to bring abundance into their life, following the lunar cycle, following, you know, understanding how they can use it. So, you know, does the moon change my life? No, probably not in itself. It does because I choose to tune into the energies and use the knowledge around each different moon to understand how I can ask certain questions or take certain steps and kind of just basically use that to tune into myself and what I need to do to continue to move forward so I don't feel stuck, whether it's in my business or in a relationship or something else that I want to accomplish um, in this world, right? In fact, my very first retreat in Costa Rica was an intention. I'd wanted to do it for a long time, but I set a specific intention on the new moon in Virgo at my very first in-home retreat here, my first retreat ever. It took me 18 months, but 18 months later on the full moon in Virgo in Costa Rica, I was able to celebrate the manifestation of that I got unstuck, I stopped listening to the people telling me I couldn't do it, and I did it. I just did it. I finally followed enough steps, I set enough intentions, I overcame enough fears to make that dream happen. And one of the reasons, in fairness, that it took 18 months for that to happen was COVID, okay? So it was all around that time. But what I'm trying to say to you is there are many tools available to you that help you tune into your center, your home, your heart, your your soul, whatever it is, whatever it is you believe in, or connecting with that higher power, whatever that is for you. Um, whether it is it is God, the divine, the universe, source energy, whatever it is, all of it. You know, tuning into, if you believe in the law of attraction, you believe in the moon, or you believe in the universe, it doesn't really matter. As long as you believe in something that you can apply your faith to the faith that yes, I can impact my future. I can make choices that can change my life. You will never get unstuck if you don't believe in that. You have to believe that there's some power out there, that there's some possibility out there that this can happen. You just have to hang on to that. You have to believe in that and then choose whatever path it is for you. For me, it's the moon. And because of that, 
I have created something brand new for you and I'm going to put all the details down in the show notes but I'm creating a monthly moon journey where if you sign up for it it's free every month you will be emailed um, like at the beginning of every month you will be emailed the moon um, calendar for that month basically the four moon phases that I'll focus on uh, the you know the overriding energies and a couple of things that you can do to kind of like at each phase to help you move forward okay so I, I have a tool for you that I think will be really helpful and I'll give you all the details in the show notes about how you can sign up for that um, the first uh, calendar that you will get will be July that's when we get started so get signed up you will hear from me right away I'll send you some tips for June if you sign up in June it all depends on when you listen to this um, but the I'll really get rolling on the monthly moon journey in the 1st of July. All right. So anyway, back to our episode. Let's get back to what we were talking about here. Do you see how these steps and these strategies, along with your moon calendar, okay, can help you learn about yourself? How these tools can help you tune into home? How can you expect to get unstuck if you don't know what got you stuck and what you don't like about being stuck? So we have to tune in. We have to learn about ourselves. We have to go there first. Reflection, step number one, right? How can you expect to move forward if you don't know where you want to go? We have to reconnect with our dreams. We have to dream. If we don't dream, we will be stuck because there's nowhere to go. The dream can be huge, the dream can be small, the bigger the better, honestly. But no matter what, you have to dream about something. You have to reach for something that is bigger and better than today. We all need that. Like we all need that to drive us forward. It doesn't have to be this massive dream, but it has to be something. So I want to take you through just a little sort of a really quick exercise to connect with the part of yourself that can help you find that destination or that dream or start reconnecting with that because if you haven't been for a long long time just like me when I you know I just stopped asking myself if I ever really asked myself what I wanted or what my dreams were I just never went there so when I realized that I needed to start asking myself that because everything that I thought was my future was gone I didn't know how to do that at first so I want to just take you through a quick exercise now if you are driving when you're listening to this then you will please pause and do this later or just listen to it for now, but don't actually participate in it. And then you can participate in it later. Okay. So I want you to find your center. This is a centering exercise that I do with my clients all the time for all, you know, various reasons and also leading into meditation or visualization. So we're going to find your center. So wherever you are not driving, I want you to sit you know, comfortably in the seat or on the floor. You can even lie down on the floor. Um, but I want your spine to be straight so your chakras, chakras are all lined up perfectly. So, you know, head over heart, heart over hips. You're nice and straight in the spine. And place your left hand on your heart center. So your heart center is in the middle of your chest. It is not off to the left. And if you would like, you can place your right hand on top or you can leave your right hand wherever is comfortable. And I just want you to take a few deep breaths and just kind of connect with your heart center. All right. And then ask yourself, when was the last time life felt easy and happy and true? Feel into that. Take a few deep breaths and just feel into that. If you can't remember, or if you can't think of something, 
think about something you really want to do. You know, something really nice, like a vacation on a beautiful beach or some other kind of wonderful thing that you would love to do. Maybe it's walking in the beautiful garden or it's playing with your kids or a dog or a puppy or I don't know. Maybe you're walking on a beautiful beach and don't make this about who you're with. Make this about you. Okay, what would feel really good? And allow yourself to feel into what it would feel like to be there on that beach playing with those kids, playing with that puppy, whatever. What does it look like, feel like? What are the smells and sensations? Think about this place. And again, if you're not driving, you can even pause here. Pause the video or the the podcast, wherever you're listening to this, and just take a few, if you, like a dozen even, deep breaths in and out and just feel into that. And as you do that, You'll feel maybe some warmth in your heart center or you might feel um, a light or you might feel even like that your heart kind of beats faster or, you know, there's this build up a little bit of some something that could be described as happiness or joy. A warmth, alignment is what it is. And you are feeling you. You're, you're, you're connecting with your heart, your soul, you. Now, as you're in this place of feeling good and happy and connected with that feeling, you can ask yourself, what do I want so that I can feel like this all the time or more often? What do I want right now? If there was nothing standing in my way at all, nothing, no, there was no obstacles, no money obstacles, nothing, just what do I want to do, to live, where, how, what do I want right now if there was nothing in my way at all? The focus here needs to be a feeling, a feeling I want to feel peace, I want to feel love, I want to feel belonging, I want to feel family, I want to feel um, joyful, happy, adventurous. Focus on the feeling, not on trying to grasp onto something that doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean. It's the feeling you're looking for, and it is the feeling. Like connect with that feeling that feels wonderful and know that that's your measuring stick moving forward. When you are making plans, when you are making choices, you're looking for that feeling. You can ask yourself, hand on heart, and I used to do this all the time and I was making big decisions through my divorce. Which one feels right? Should I do this or should I do this? So I would ask the first decision, should I do this? And I would listen to how my body would feel. And then I would like ask the other side and I would say, okay, or should I do this? And I would literally wait for my heart to tell me what was the right decision. And it was always right. It was always right because I had learned to connect with my voice. And so all I ever had to do was ask myself what I should be doing. And then I could move forward. I could always move forward. And then you are unstuck forever. So this is an exercise. I took you through it quite quickly right now. But I really um, would encourage you to try to do this again when you can pause. Like listen to it again and then do it by yourself where it's quiet and see what comes up for you. You might not get any answers right away. The answers might come three days later. 
It might come when you've done it a dozen times, six times, eight times, 20 times, whatever. Keep doing it, keep asking, keep connecting. If you haven't done it in a long time, if you haven't ever connected with yourself like this before, it takes a bit of practice, but what a beautiful thing to do for yourself every day. It's also called meditation, you know? <laughs> so it definitely falls in that category. Some people find it easier, including me actually, especially if my mind is really busy, instead of sitting and with my hand on heart, I will write the question down that I have in my journal. And I will just start writing whatever comes to mind, anything at all, just let my hand write. I don't look back at it necessarily, but inevitably as I write, sometimes I write a paragraph and boom, I have my answer or I've solved my problem or I feel clear. Other times I write four pages just four pages. I couldn't even tell you what. I just write and write and write. But usually I'm feeling so joyful as I'm writing and all these wonderful thoughts and ideas are coming down on that piece of paper. So I invite you to do that as well. I hope that this episode has been of value to you and that you can see that moving forward and getting unstuck, it's not a 10-step protocol. It is not about setting you know, goals with eight subsets and sub goals. You know, that's not what we're trying to do here. It feels so much easier and so much better, at least for me and for so many that I work with, to take steps forward, to get unstuck, to do things for your future by connecting with your heart and soul instead of just pulling some protocol off some website about how you're supposed to do this and then it doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't align with your values. This is work that will benefit you for the rest of your life, as long as you keep doing it. This is work that will benefit everyone you touch in your life. Everyone you ever work with, that you help, that you serve, that you take care of, that you love, that you spend time with. The more you know about yourself, the more you love yourself, the more you have purpose and drive in your life, the more you're connected with nature, with yourself and each other, the more harmonious, the more aligned and the happier your life will feel. Well, do you have bad days sometimes? Of course, that's all part of the human experience. But then when we have bad days, we can understand them. We can learn to understand why they happen and how we can come back to our more joyful days, right? That is the work I wanted to share with you today. So as I close out this episode, um, as always, I want to thank you for allowing me into your headsets and allowing me to take up some of your time today. I really value this conversation with you. This is such important work and I feel so honored to be able to share it with you. I am truly sharing my purpose with you. It's just to take you on this journey. There are many ways that I can help you with that, of course. I know I've talked about it before. We do coaching and retreats and there's a membership where we talk about this kind of stuff every single week together in the group and I invite you to be part of any and all of those whichever one feels right for you today though specifically I just want to mention two things that I've already mentioned um, one of which is the rising moon sisters retreat which is happening on in June in two and a half weeks when you listen to this June 16th to 18th. I still have a couple of spots. It's happening right here in my home. We're going to be doing this work, this work deeply together, 
um, helping each other, moving each other forward, encouraging, supporting each other. Okay, it's going to be beautiful. We'll do it again in September. We'll do it again in Costa Rica in March. But I invite you to get started on that journey now. Um, another way that you can do that, of course, is, you know, even if you just want to dip your toe in it and find out what I'm all about, sign up for the monthly moon journal. It costs you nothing. Um, and it allows you to start inviting in that more spiritual sort of aspect and, and uh, thought process and elements into your life as a way to learn about yourself, to find your purpose, and most importantly, to find your way home. You know, doing these kinds of things creates a mindfulness practice. And we all know the value of being mindful. We've all heard about it. And if you haven't experienced it, this is one way to do it. Being mindful allows you to bring yourself into the present moment. And it's in the present moment that we create our future. It's in our present moment, in this right now, that you can choose anything. Anything is possible right now. It's the choices that you make now, today, that determine your tomorrow, your future. It's the choices that you made yesterday or in the past that have shaped your day today. If you change nothing, you will have the same day tomorrow and tomorrow and the next day, right? In order for us to make a change, to live differently and to get unstuck, we have to change something. And maybe that thing is just simply to learn who you are and to find your voice. Just one little thing like that will change your life forever. By opening your mind and opening your heart to the possibility that there's a beautiful, fulfilling, purpose-filled life waiting for you, if you can find it in you to believe in that, and if you can't, if you can find it in you to believe that I know it's there for you, if you can let me believe in it for you for now, well, then you're already on your way there. Just the fact that you have listened to this whole episode, that you're still here listening, that's a step forward. So I'm proud of you. And I look forward to sending you your monthly moon journal in July. You'll hear from me before then if you sign up today. And maybe I'll see you here in my home at my retreat in June. I would love to meet you. I'm inviting you to live consciously and intentionally design your life instead of doing nothing and allowing all the stuff from the past to continue to create your future. I'm inviting you to not do that, to say, whoop, stop, we're done with that. That's the work we've done today. Moving forward, you are creating your life because if you weren't, someone else is. So let's take charge. Make sure to download the monthly moon journey using the link below and I will see you next week. Have a beautiful day.